this has <laughs> literally been our third attempt to get this intro. The intro. Huggies is being very weird. He just got this job as an audience warm-up guy, and so now he doesn't know how to have a normal conversation. No, I do. I, I do. don't think you do. Well, listen. It's episode. <laughs> all right, stop. It's episode fourteen. We haven't recorded one in like three weeks, but better late than never. I think this episode's very enjoyable. Yeah, she's a fun one. It felt very good to talk with you again. It, yeah, we haven't. It's been a while. <sighs> what else do we talk about? All right, we talk about this job you got. This new, like you do an audience warm up. It's very. It's a. It's a great conversation. It's yeah, interesting. It's, it's really, oh, and I met Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, we talked about that. My birthday is on Friday. You won't be there. You'll well, hear about that in this app. I think we're gonna hear about the birthday stuff, right? about now like now right now like starting the episode like, okay okay start now. Like, are you st- go no! starting now hey hugs huggies it's been a while you can't just start the podcast as if we're just starting we're and just everything's starting. fine everything's good my birthday's on okay what all right so megan's birthday is on friday that's your official birthday, or that's just the birthday hang day? It's my official birthday. Okay. Wait, let me just pre- say something. I am. I have the poss- I have the ability. The possibility exists that I could have a panic attack. No, please don't have a panic attack. Or cry. Okay. Okay. Listen. I have an issue, though. Like, you don't even know about this. We were literally talking about it off the mic, and I'm like, let's just start the microphone. I. My question was, you're going to be able to hang out on my birthday, right? So for, for whatever reason, it's not even a big deal. It's like a birthday. I get it, whatever. But like, I, this year, for I'm not even trying to hype it up, but like for some reason this year, like I'm like affected by my birthday. You need a B-Day bash? I need a big B-Day bash. Well, and Amanda's- Just do a little belated thing because I'm going to be- in, What? I'm going to be in Las Vegas. Why? Because I forgot, like five. Are you fucking? I'm not. So five this weeks is ago, why you were being so sketch with the whole fucking email thread. <laughs> no, I, no, everything makes sense. No, 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 no. I didn't gonna, know about it. Then. No, everything makes sense, and now you're gonna act as if, oh, I forgot. I no, forgot. I swear to God, I did. What, I'm so going. You can go get laid in no, fucking so I, Vegas. No, so I could see Nine Inch Nails. Are you? Are you and run the jewels and Arcade Fire. How? And hang out with my buddy Ross Mahoney. He's one of my best friends. And I forgot that we talked about it. And when I made the plans, I didn't know that it it, it coincided with the birthday hangout this Friday. Please don't look at me like that. I come back Monday. I'll take you out to lunch. No, I don't care. I'll take you to dinner. This is why you invited me to lunch last night. No. This all makes sense. No, no, this is true. Out of no... Out of nowhere, it was very odd. Out of nowhere, you go, oh, by the way, Hugs, there, you were feeling guilty, and I could tell something was up. You were like, oh, by the way, Hugs, I owe you a lunch. And I was like, you do? And you were like, yeah, because you got me. I'm sorry, Hugs. You've I known about this for a no, while. No, I haven't known about it. And the guilt is adding nope, up. No, I didn't realize and it. And now here we are. I didn't realize it till our little mini group text from like two or three days ago. And I was like, oh, my God, Megan's birthday is Friday. And I forgot that I promised Ross Mahoney I was going to go can see I give him it, can in I, Las Vegas. Can I tell you, say a sentence that I, that like actual words that came out of my mouth a couple days ago? Do you yeah. want to just know? Sure. Okay. This is real. This is fucking real. Oh, God. I know. I'm sorry. She's cursing at this. Is, I'm very scared. <laughs> Okay, so Amanda is my best friend next door. Yes, she's the best. Okay. She, her sister's wedding happens to be on my birthday, which is Friday, the 20th. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've known about this for like a year. And, you know, last year when she was like, you're never going to get this. My sister planned her wedding on your birthday. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. It'll be fine. I, don't, I won't. 
I'll have other friends there in a year. Okay. A couple days ago, I'm talking. I'm making it very dramatic. Not even oh, a big I, deal. Yeah. I should put music in the background here. Very well, dramatic music. Amanda and I were talking about Friday. I was like, oh, I was, I'm trying to figure out plans. And I said, maybe we'll just go to the standard dump and get us a bottle, whatever this whole oh, yeah, thing. No, I was in the text thread. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I said to Amanda, I'm, I'm so sor- sad, lovey, that you won't be able to be there. I can't believe you're not going to be here on my birthday. And she goes, no, I know that's, I know me too. Me too. And I said, I know at least, at least Huggies will be there. Oh my God. That is real. Is that what you said? Yeah. I'm so sorry, hugs, but birthdays are overrated. I just had my birthday. I didn't care if we did anything or didn't do anything. I went to a country music concert. Sturgill Simpson, I saw you later in the evening. It was okay. I don't know if we should can't continue. No, we can continue. I get back on Monday. No, I don't want I'm flying to Las Vegas, so I'll be back very quickly. I don't want a belated birthday from you. Oh, it's going to be great. No, no, I'm saying no. I don't want it. You're saying no to the... My birthday lands on a fucking Friday. My birthday lands on a Friday. I didn't know. I'm sorry, You hugs. didn't know? You I didn't realize until like two days ago, and then I've just been kind of figuring out how I was going to tell you, and it <gasps> appears that the podcast is the way I chose to do it. I'm sorry. You want to hug, hugs? No, no. I, no, no, no. I, I'm like, I really, I don't want to hug. Come on, I'm we can sorry. Hug. I'm not like mad at you, but oh, I can't okay. hug. I'm also like, please. <laughs> I wish that was on. I wish that was recorded. Oh, well, it is. Just not on video. You, he just attempted to hug me. <laughs> we usually record these on video, but we both have morning face, so we're. <laughs> oh, God, I'm in morning face. Oh, I'm sorry, hugs. God, we haven't done one of these in weeks. I don't know why this year this birthday is like affecting me. For some reason, I'm like, oh my god, I'm. How getting... old are you turning? Twenty seven. Go sit on a dick. That was a good thing to say. That's sweet. Yeah, but it's just fucking stupid. Oh, also, <laughs> this is not... no, I have no. This is gonna be the worst. I should have saved this for the end of the podcast. I can't believe you said let's get on mic <sighs> for this conversation. I didn't know. I mean, plus I have to go to my class soon. We had to start recording. I'm really sorry. Where is this wrong? What, when I'll get you a nice belated gift. I don't want a gift. You didn't get me a gift. No, I know. I didn't. Get, I don't need a gift. I didn't ask for a gift. I asked for. You didn't even get me a card. Out. A nice little card would have been nice. I went out of. I can't. I'm just joking. Come on, hugs. Are, are we ending the podcast after five <laughs> this minutes? Is the shortest podcast ever. <laughs> That'd be funny if this is our big <laughs> comeback episode. We don't do an episode we for also, three weeks. Yeah, also, we haven't recorded in three weeks. We just do six minutes of me telling you I'm not going to be able to attend your birthday bash on Friday, and then we just hit stop. This is so stupid. It's okay. Can we, can we move on? I, ha- I have a lot of things to talk about. No, it's about. fine. I'll be fine. I think it's just going to be... I have a psycho face right now, I realize. Yeah. I think it's just going to be me and Sonny. Oh, that's fun. Sonny's great. No, I'm kidding. I love that. This is fine. Edit all of this out. I s- no. Edit, edit all of this I don't out. No, we're keeping this in. This is real. Yeah. I've had an interesting couple weeks. Oh, God. Now you're not even going to care about any of my things happening in my life. I may not, to tell you the truth. Oh, jeez, Louise. I mean, I'll try my best, but I need like maybe another minute to get over this. Okay. My, I still feel like, like yeah. a little sm- heavy yeah, all around. I, I get it. I get it. I mean, it's fine. I don't know why this. Per- it's like I'm, for some reason, I'm putting a lot. How of old are you turning for real? Or do you know? Thirty-four. Okay. And I don't know why, but for some reason, this one is like there's a lot of like, what the f am I doing? Oh God, you're life? stressing out. Feelings. 
30, 33% uh, life crisis. No, I'm not stressing out. I'm fine. And everything... Well, it's, it's even more. It's like a 40% life. Well, what if you only live to oh, I, 68? Then this is your midlife crisis. Well, actually, I learned this the other day that I think 37 is the actual medium in terms of age. Like yeah. what people live for. So you're almost halfway through your life. So I'm almost midlife. Jeez Louise. Oh, but I think medicine's getting better and stuff. So you'll probably live to be like 83, I bet. So I don't you, even want to live to be 83. Oh, you don't? I mean, it's exhausting being 80, th- being 34. <laughs> Imagine being 83. Well, you just got to stay active. It's not, I'm not even, I'm just thinking about like, you know how you go through things like every year or whatever, or whatever, we get older, we go through these chapters in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, It never ends. It never ends. You know what though? Like, the, you know how you think to yourself, like, it's going, like, I'll be happy when... Like I'll like when this happens, I'll be happy then, yeah. or like when the, I'll start really living my life then. Right. But like that always is going to yeah. be there. Like even if you're truly like quote unquote successful, it's never. You never really achieve that chi that you want in life. This is a very oh depressing boy, happy episode. birthday, <laughs> happy birthday hugs. No, I'll, I'll shine a better light. When are you leaving? Uh, I leave Thursday. I can't. I can't. I'm flying. It's my first who, Vegas who, flight. I have to put on chapstick. All right. Who, can you, oh, you open that for me? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I can't do it because I just lotioned my hands. I know. You're all lotioned up. <laughs> all lotioned up. Uh, Here you go. Beautiful. Please don't say things like that. Because okay, I know you're just doing it because you feel guilty. Well, I'm going to say something. You're freaking out about. I'm not freaking out. Getting I mean, old or whatever. Oh, God. So my dad is. 65 Uh and uh he has like this elliptical glider machine (laughs) are you suggesting i get an elliptical glider no but in his older age he's been exercising and every day he'll give me a call and he goes hey bry i did 72 minutes on the glider (laughs) he gets on the glider and it's it's complete he's lost a bunch of weight that's great and you know why he's doing it i want to live for my boys that's what he says. That's his purpose. That's very. He sweet. seems very happy. I still don't understand why. I I feel like I'm ta- maybe because I'm looking through a very negative lens right now because yeah. you dropped a bomb on it's me. Like the opposite of rose. What? Rose colored glasses, right? Just, just stop. Sorry, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I. Anything you say, I'm like taking offense to it. I know, I'm like, and what, I want to tell you, I found I need a glider. Week. Now I need an elliptical machine. No, I'm just saying. You're like he's losing old? all this weight. No, I, I t- like, no, I'm just saying in in his older age because he was he reached a point where like I didn't mean this in regards. I'm just proud of him. And every day he sends me and my brother a text. I know I didn't mean to make it about me. No, I'm an asshole. It, I didn't mean it like I, that about you. You don't need so, a, a yeah, glider you did great, machine. Good job on the glider. I know he's doing very good because he wants to live for his boys. That's kind of sweet. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. My dad actually just sent me a beautiful text message. I texted him last night. I was like, I don't know. Ugh. This is so annoying. I'm about to get my period. Oh, happy but birthday. This is so stupid because it's like I should be able to control these things. And also the last podcast we did, I can't talk about period for one more second. Yeah. We talked about the last podcast. And the t- when I listened to it back, I was like, that's gr-. like the whole Ugh. thought. I was like, God, you're gross. Oh, geez. Lock up the information. <laughs> and now here I am realizing. Uh, it's OK. Can I tell you about my week? Please. And just go with me here. Yeah. 
So I've been working on this new show called Movie Night with Carly Kloss, and I've been doing the production side of it. Carly Kloss is a Victoria's Secret supermodel. And so the idea of the show is that she brings in her hot supermodel friends, and they play games, and they talk to each other. And it's like you're watching a movie. So let's say the movie's Dirty Dancing. Before commercials, Carly comes on with her friends, blah, 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 blah. That's the idea of the show. They just did the first six test episodes. It's fun. Grueling days. Got to hang out with a bunch of supermodels. Got to hang out with Kendall Jenner. Did you really hang out with Kendall Jenner? Uh, No, I think I got her a bottle of water. But... (laughs) 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 I had not really hang out. You know who I did get? So... so I'm interested in Kendall Jenner's posse. She was actually cool. But, like, because I know that she must have so much security and, like... It was less than I thought. Okay. In fact, when they're on stage, like, shit, we should have had more security. I looked her up. Do you know... Guess how many uh, Instagram followers Kendall Jenner has? I don't care. Hold on. I just just enough. A lot. Probably enough. <laughs> I just gave Kendall Jenner the bare min. Hold on. Let me look this up. <laughs> Followers. No, no. She on. obviously has like millions. I don't even know what. No, I'm just. Uh, listen, I don't really care. But I just found this interesting. Okay. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. I'm having a hard time focusing, to be it's honest okay. with you. Okay. How many followers on Instagram do you think Kendall Jenner has? I mean, I don't have a very good gauge. I'm just going to throw one out there and say two billion. Two billion? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Two billion. Wait, is that crazy? That's crazy. <laughs> Two billion. I guess he under an. Ed- There's 300 million Americans. Oh. Yeah. I I definitely underestimated. I the thought billion. you were gonna say three million, and then I could. No, she has 83.9 million. Oh. How many Americans are there? There's like 315 million Americans. How many millions equal a billion? One billion is 1,000 millions. I can't even, th- my brain can't grasp anything. One of this. billion. So, I'm still just thinking about my birthday. And then, hold on. How many people are on planet Earth? As of 2017, the population of Earth is 7,530,103,737. So 7.5 billion. billion people. And you guessed 2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that pretty much, yeah, two million <sighs> followed Kendall Jenner. So I was in charge of like, they, they were playing all these games and I had to get the games together and stuff. So I'm teaching Misha Barton. Do you know who she was? I feel like I do. Oh no, not Misha Barton. Excuse me. The, uh, Rachel Bilson. They were both on the OC. Misha oh, Barton's okay. the one that became a train wreck. Rachel B- Bilson was my crush from 12 years ago. Oh, here we so go. I'm, oh yeah. So I'm teaching her how to play this ridiculous game where you wear did a you slinky. Spray col- <laughs> did you spray cologne? No, I don't, I don't wear a cologne. Ever? Ever. You should get some cologne. No, I have a very nice Old Spice deodorant that does the trick. <gasps> That's very lazy. Make sure my laundry's fresh. Hugs. Every, get a, get a little, not, I mean, not crazy cologne, but like a nice little. Okay, we'll, we'll go cologne shopping. <laughs> I don't want to go cologne shopping with you. I was just making a suggestion. Carry on about the slinky game. Okay, so I'm showing her the slinky game. Whatever. We're, we're sh- filming this show. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, before a show happens, they load the audience and there is a guy called the audience warm-up guy that goes up on stage mm-hmm. and does 10 to 15 minutes of shtick mm-hmm. just to get the audience awake, alive, mm-hmm. and ready to be fun and interactive with so the television So he's the guy show. also that's like it, working like directly with the director who's in his ear being like, start the applause now, end applause. The, like, right. The, whatever. So, th- so they can get the appropriate audience shots and also applause sounds and things like this. So anyway, 
before the second day of shooting, they find out that the audience guy is not going to be able to make it. What happened to him? Do you know? I don't know what happened to him. Do you know who it was? Yeah, I don't. You don't know. His name's Jay. Okay. So, and he does a great job. He's a very good audience. Because I've seen bad audience guys. Mm. Ooh, that is awkward. It's just like a bad Mm -hmm. stand-up. Same sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, the lady I work with in production, she's like, oh my God, we don't have an audience guy. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? She talks to her friend. And then she looks at me. She goes, Brian, you could do it. You'd be perfect. And I go, Absolutely. I would love to do it. So just like in the snap of a finger. That's amazing. Right they, place, right time. Right place, right time. And I was ready to do it. So, but I, I was a little bit nervous. I didn't, I don't have a, sh- I've never done audience work. I've never even really done stand up. I've done radio and stuff yeah. for years. And I've hosted lots of events. I've been in front of people with microphones. I've sang a bunch, but I've never done this and specific kind of thing. And you've wanted to start doing stand up. I've wanted to start doing stand up. And every time I'm on a show and I see the audience guy, I'm like, I'm perfect. I could do this. There seriously isn't another person that is more perfect for this kind of job than you. Thank you. That's very sweet. No, but like I genuinely believe that. I appreciate because that. Because you have so much ener- energy yeah. and you genuinely like doing that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I do. To me, I kind of would find it to be exhausting. It's a little bit exhausting. Yeah. But I kind of love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So You're probably, okay, keep going. I'm so so I go into bed that night. I'm actually a little bit nervous. This is going to be my big audience guy debut. Have you seen the show Crashing with Pete Holmes? Yes. Yeah. There's an episode where yeah. he does it for, uh, what is it, Rachel Ray. Yeah. That's literally, anyone that's seen that show, that's pretty much what I had to do. So it's like a family show. So Are you I, like taking notes? Are you like writing like a... I've seen Jay, the audience guy, do his shtick probably 40 times. So you stole his material. Didn't steal. <laughs> okay. So I talked to him and he's like, hey, any of the things that I do that you want to do, go for it. We all steal from everyone. Just make sure that you do a good job. You called him? No. I talked to him. I'm with him on set. This is bef- the day before because he did the audience the other day. The day before. Yes. So he's giving, oh. me, he's giving me tips. Okay. He's giving And he's like, use whatever. So I... I Go to bed that night. I'm actually pretty excited. I know it's a very small thing, but to me, if I could get regular work, be an audience guy, it pays really well. Duh. Yeah. It's You're great. on a set. It's yeah. really fun for now. Yeah. It's better than, than the production work I've been doing, which is fine too. Oh, but it's a great gig. It's a cool gig. Yeah. It's a great gig. Just nothing's ever good enough in LA. You know what I mean? With just what we yes. were talking about earlier. Yeah. You never feel whatever. Yeah. But to me, I was pretty excited. It's very cool. Yeah. Okay. So day of. I'm about to do my big audience debut. And all, all the people on set, I'm friends with everyone. They're, they're pretty excited for me. So they're all kind of just like watching me do this. So we're 30 minutes out of me to make, make my debut. Uh, audience hype guy debut. Mm-hmm. And I have a little pimple on my left cheek. Mm-hmm. And so I, was, I shouldn't have been, but I was, I was scratching at it. <laughs> and all of a sudden I look at my hand. There's blood on my hands. Oh, God. We're literally the same person. I opened up. Yeah. A, a sore on my face. <laughs> <laughs> God. And so I, I'm like, you're bleeding from your bleeding, face. And it's getting worse. <laughs> you're bleeding from your face. I'm oh, bleeding God. from my face. I got to be in front of the people. There's cameras on me and stuff. Yeah. Bleeding from the face. I'm like, what are the chances? <laughs> I haven't bled from the face in years. Uh, 30 minutes before I have to do my audience guy debut. Now's the time. Bloody face. So I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I get toilet paper. You ever bleed somewhere? Yeah. And you dab it? And yeah. You, 
it's getting more and more red. Oh, God. So I'm like applying all the pressure. I'm looking at I'm down to 15, 20 minutes. And I'm trying not to see people like with me having the toilet paper up to my face. I, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, yeah. what are the chances the one time I'm going to do this gig, I'm going to have a bloody face. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the fact that I actually completely understand and yeah. have empathy for you is also very yeah. weird. Like it's, I've been in that scenario. And so I'm looking and then I got this toilet paper just covered in blood. Oh, I'm, so I'm like, what, am I going to have to wear a Band-Aid on my face like Nelly and go up in front of people? Like, what do I do? Yeah. Thank God I was I was applying the pressure pretty hard. And about five minutes before I went on, the bleeding stopped. Uh, Thank the Lord. Yeah. But I'm like double checking. Yeah. And then I'm sure when you're out there, you did a double check. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to put a little, yeah. Yeah, so uh-huh. I go and I'm like, thank God my face stopped bleeding. Okay, <laughs> now it's time to hype these people up. So... We have this nice set. They bring in the audience. And the director goes, all right, Brian, take it from here. So Do you I, have the headphones in? Yes, yeah. I have the headphone in. And we'll get more into that in a second. Mm-hmm. So I go, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to movie night with Carly. Oh my God. <laughs> it, is so, it is so intense. I am so like you. Wait, no, no. I do, hold on. Let me stand up. You just right in nope. the all right so a lot I of know. times audience guys have microphones i didn't have a microphone so i literally have to use my voice to project i understand okay so you're the audience oh god i have so much just cringe love. Have love. Have love. okay all right this is an important day for me okay ladies and gentlemen welcome to movie night with carly claus give yourselves a big round of applause Come on, you know oh well i'm really Hold the mic or no? No, no, that was good. You did good. <laughs> so I got lucky. I only had to do a little bit of shtick. So lit- the movie was Harry Potter. So I'm like, who's seen Harry Potter? And everyone raises their hand. Yeah. And I go, you haven't seen Harry Potter? I haven't seen Harry Potter. And then they start making fun of me because yeah. I haven't seen a single Harry Potter movie. Same. I'm literally just telling people to stretch their hands. I said, everybody, we're going to do a slow clap. Do it with me. Why? Just get people loose. When I watch okay. Jay, the audience guy, yeah. I've seen people do straight stand-up. Yeah. Eh. He just gets people literally massaging each other, high-fiving each other, just being goofy. So I'm just doing that shtick. I think that's a really great, just sorry to cut, cut no, no. in the middle of it, because, but I'm like, I think that is totally the way to go about it because that you are just, you're keeping the audience awake and warm while like in between takes and... You're kind of, you have to kind of teach them how to follow directions. You literally have to teach them how to applause. So I yeah. do the shtick for like this five is, minutes. He's good, this Jay guy. Jay Flats is the man. He yeah. also works for the, the LA Kings and he does warm up for Dancing with the Stars. Okay, yeah. Dancing with the, that's a, that's a live gig. That's yeah. a lot of audience guy pressure. Yeah. So oh God. I get the slow clap. Yeah. So it's so funny though, because they're slow. And I'm like, this is the easiest way to get applause ever. You literally are just telling people to applaud for you. <laughs> so they go, good job. Now we need to get B-roll audience footage. What this means is all the cameras are pointed at the audience. I go sit on the couch. It's like a Rachel Ray setup. Yeah. And I have a sheet with seven kinds of reactions. The first one is big applause. 11, Beyonce just came out type applause. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I go, all right, guys. First and foremost, you're doing great. Now we need to get some B-roll footage of you doing a big applause. 11 out of 10 in one, two, three. Woo! And yeah. And, and then so I'm just standing there like raising my – I'm like, come oh on, Oh, my God. I'm walking all around. And I look at the director. She kind of gave me a thumbs up. I'm like, all right, all right, I'm doing good. All right, next. This is going to be a very late – but this is a golf clap. 
We're doing a go- oh, very interesting. So on the count Wait, of three, I, I'm interested in what this. It says on the paper. What is this face? Uh oh, I I wish I still had the paper. One says giant applause. Two says golf clap. Oh okay. Three says seven out of ten applause. Four oh, says God. constant laughter. So they're literally just using this to film yeah. audience reactions that they can insert later in post. Yeah. So I get a nice golf clap. And then I go, seven out of ten. And people are smiling. And just in between, you're just trying to be likable, yeah. cracking jokes whenever you can. It's just having as much fun. So then I go, all right, guys, now we're just going to laugh. We just, which is the weirdest thing, to get people to laugh when there's nothing yeah, funny. that's very hard. So I go, we're going to laugh in three, two, one. <laughs> and then I'm just like trying to be goofy. I'm like, come on, we really got to laugh. And then everyone's just like looking around. We do laughter. We do uh, a surprise reaction. <gasps> you made the audience fake laugh. I made the audience fake laugh. Okay, good. And I was just being so stupid yeah. that it, maybe yeah. it was kind of funny. It is, yeah. And I'm like, this is the easiest laugh I've ever gotten. That was a stupid joke, but it was good enough to make them actually start really laughing. Yeah. And then uh, the last reaction I had to get was, aw, because the, the, there was an animal that was going to come on. So I'm like, pretend like I'm holding the most beautiful six-month puppy you've ever seen uh. in three, two, Oh, yeah. You're good at that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good at <laughs> You're the puppy good. one. Yeah. So after about 15 minutes, so we get all the reactions from one side of the stage, and then there's a kitchen area. Mm-hmm. And then I go, guys, Carly's coming out in five minutes. When she does, we're just going to give her a big warm round of applause and blah, 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 blah. Right now, though, DJ Luke's going to play some songs. So I, I said, take it away, Luke. And then Luke hits a song. It's like a Britney Spears song. Then I go, all right, now's the time. Give it up for Carly Kloss. Round of applause. Yeah. Carly actually gave me a hug. Supermodel Carly Kloss said I did a great job. And then I just put the headset on, and I'm standing right behind the stage director person. And so in your ear, all you hear is camera five, camera four, camera four. Cut to camera two. Go up, camera two, go up. Oh, shit. And the director gets intense. He's Mm -hmm. like, fuck. You got to camera three, camera three. No, 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 zoom in. Don't zoom in on that audience, but get, he's chewing gum. Yeah. Out, out. We need applause. We need applause. So I stand up and I'm raising my hand. Ah, And I'm literally just in charge of the audience for about a three hour shoot. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. Talking about it's exhausting. Yeah. So I did it. So then when they're filming, um, you're behind, like what? You're standing behind the camera? I'm like right to the side of the jib. Because they're doing. For those that don't know, a jib is like a big, long camera that you control almost like a yeah like a big like a machine and it swoops across the stage let's say you get some of those cool shots yeah it can do it do can it can do the entirety of like so the room the director's in my ear he's in the control room upstairs and then what's the the stage manager mm-hmm. which is she's almost like the stage director they communicate mm-hmm. and she and so me and her the whole time I'm locked in with her just making sure I'm doing the thing right and uh, when they do commercial breaks, I'm just, are we having fun? Yeah, good. All right. Just do some stupid trivia or whatever. How long was that audience there for? Like 10 hours? Well, I only did, they did two tapings. So Jay actually did do the first taping. He had to leave early. So I did the second show. Oh, yes. same audience? Different audience. Yeah. And it's a paid audience. Yeah. We talked about this we, last time. We've talked about this. It, mm-hmm. A new show, no one even knows about it. So they, yeah, they pay an audience. Um, afterwards... People came up to me and they're like, you did so good. That was amazing. I can't believe it. They're like, I could have never done that. I'm like, oh, so thanks. So I, it, was, it was right up my alley. And uh, so I, talk, I talked to the production guy afterwards. He's like, Brian, I saw you. You were incredible. If this show gets picked up, I think we're going to make you the audience guy. Great. 
Hugs. That I would be get, amazing. Wouldn't that be great? That would be amazing. Get, I think you could do it too. Um, but you don't want to do that. I don't know if I want to. Okay. Oh, I'm, I could do it. Just for now. Obviously, I have bigger aspirations, but for now? No, and I'm not. And the reason why I don't wouldn't want to do it isn't because of that. Um, because I don't think it's like, I, I think it's very cool. And a lot of like working comics do that. Like yeah. that's their gig. Right. So like, you know what? The thing is like, I, I feel like I did a lot of that on the cruise ship. Oh, right, right, so, right. So like I spent, I think I spent like three years doing that. Cause like my, it was just <laughs> like, it's like the whole thing is basically like, all right. Like the electric slide, like who's ready for vacation? Am I right? Okay. Yeah. It's like, totally. it's electric. Right. But, but yeah. Back up, back, like to the audience, like everybody, I, I clap your hands. hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, woo, like oh, I, I've seen footage. You're, you're fantastic at it. <laughs> like I, but did you got that. your fix. I got my fucking fix. Oh I don't think I can God. do it. <laughs> like I, na- my enthusiasm for a crowd and like getting them at like all at the same level is not as high as it. But as, dude, as the day be. rate. It's those a good, it's audience a guys gig. get fucking paid i look they're like yeah Yo, you'll be making this a day yeah oh no it's a great gag like yeah dude i'm not i wouldn't turn it yeah down. yeah no right and you know? also um so that that guy jay who's yeah. been who's been my mentor yeah my audience, audience guy mentor. mentor so I, I now i remember he had to leave because he's also the the uh guy at la king's games all right we're in section 300 about to give away the so he does he does all this crazy work and he does audience for this dancing is with the stars. so weird that's literally what a cruise director does on land <laughs> really well because i'm thinking about it like i remember being on the ship and being like what is it because there was some of it all of it was on the microphone Right, but like some of it was like some of it was comedy, some of it was like actual stand up, some of it was like fun, like hosting game shows. Would and you stuff. do stand up on the ship? There were times I did stand up, yeah. And there were like I would have, um, I was paired up with a with a cruise director at one point who was also a stand up. So like we would have like our own shows. Oh, that's great. And so you know we placed entertainment in certain ven- in certain lounges and venues that's and stuff. So like, I would fun. just do shit for myself. So you're you're in charge of keeping that boat of people entertained the entire time. The entire time, and right? That's your, what was your official title? Well, well, so assistant cruise director and then cruise director. Okay. So like I'm in, I'm the person, like that person. And like you're on the microphone from the second you start sailing away on the ship and you have the sail away party. You're on the microphone going, who's ready for vacation? All right, everyone. Da-da-da. You're getting them to like, and you're like up on like the pool deck yeah. or whatever. It's Are you all, belly flop contests, yeah, limbos, do, the whole the night. whole thing? And then, but then you know that was kind of the shit that I hated. But then it was like the fun shows and stuff that I actually like to do. Mm-hmm. Well, but, like, people don't realize this too. Legit comics and people. You've told me there's people on SNL that have like worked with you on the ship. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. There's like Second City people and Upright Citizens Brigade people. Yeah, that's why like, the ship was such a cool experience because it was like. There were those moments like that, like crowd, like host stuff that like, it's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I could have fun with it and lean into yeah. it, but it's, it's exhausting. I was leaning. Yeah. Oh, I could see you were very oh, much. I was leaning for you. You were, like, you were an audience of one. Yeah. You were, you were like, you really laid, you like <laughs> laid down. You leaned in so hard. You were laying. Oh, I'm having so much fun. I've already forgotten about the birthday thing. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I'm having a hard time storytelling. You're being a chat though. Thank you for I'm hearing my story. No, storytelling. I think you're on fire. Oh God. Boy. I just had well, I had, there was mo, there was a minute, a couple minutes back where I didn't hear what you were saying, and <laughs> and I realized I was just looking at your face, oh God. and I was having all of these sad. I thoughts. wasn't bleeding from it, was I? <laughs> no, oh, okay. I was just like not thinking about you. I was thinking about my birthday. Oh, stop! I know, it's fine, but it's true. What is it? It's just a fucking birthday. So tell me, t- 
Oh, We've, but this is a, okay. Just a, the quick. It, um, once I started getting over the ship life, I was always like, "What is this? Like, how could this job translate to onto land into real life?" Because mm-hmm. like, it there was so much, like such great experiences. I learned so much. I really feel like I left that part of my life like as an adult, you know, and. But there, it was in so many different facets. So, like, I became better on the microphone. I, like, better with comedy. Like, I know how to, like, host a fucking show. Like, I know how to, like, you know, manager. All of these things. But it's really hard to translate that to real life. Yes. And a lot of people will go into, like, the hotel business. Right. Right? And, and kind of, like, do that stuff, like, at the poolside, like, at hotels. But realizing right now that like that's this like this guy Jay and you're like he works at the Kings games and he, stuff. I think he does like Lakers games to, like this is I've li- talked to him he's like I literally at the end of the year he has like 50 different tax forms yeah because he's you know it's, that's so interesting it's freelance yeah. stuff yeah that's very that's cool yeah and I've seen him too because sometimes they'll be like uh talent's late you need to keep these people entertained for half an hour and I've seen him then go into his stand-up set yeah and he's funny he, he does a really great job and yeah. so much of it is just literally getting people to just get loose yeah as silly as that sounds no yeah because yeah. then they're a more receptive audience because they're yeah. going to be sitting there for hours yeah so you got to keep them you got to keep got to keep them in the game yep it's so weird it's like uh, animal wranglers yeah or like do you know what i mean no, it's it- like this idea of like <laughs> we're like we got to control the crowd that's true it's like it's almost abusive. No, yeah. <laughs> if you think and about it. But I'm just not used to it. And I've never had the headset on with the director. I didn't. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. When they're shooting camera four, camera t- applause, applause. And I'm like, oh. And I'm just making sure I'm get, keeping that crowd happy. I got to keep the director happy. And at the end, he was so awesome. He gave me a high five. Said I did great. That's, like, so, that's I'm cool. so proud of you, honey. Thanks, Hugs. I'm proud of you. But that being said. And what a great gig. And this is something, again, that you're so perfect at. And you could. Yeah. This well, is now great. I have to. If I want to start pursuing this, so I'm going to try and take that J guy out to lunch because you literally have, you have you to get, with the lunches. You have to get in the loop. You with the goddamn lunches. You got to get in the loop. I get it. And even Jay told me he's like five years ago I was just no one on and then you just literally seize the moment. Yeah, yeah. And then you know take it from there. Yeah. But I need to start getting on stage for serious uh, to try stand up. I have to try stand up. I have so many notes. I'm writing jokes. I don't know if they're good. I won't be able to tell if they're good unless I go on stage. Yes. I know you want to get on stage more. I need to get on stage more. I'm starting to actually like book shows for November because I, I yeah, I just need to. I will go with you. To, and if there You're happens leaving. to be some, When do you leave? Oh, God, I'm going to Florida. <laughs> I leave um, at the very end of the month. I'm also producing a show in November. Oh yeah, tell show. me more about this. Well, I mean, we're still working out the details, but it'll be November 30th at this playhouse. It's going to be like a stand-up show or more like a variety show? Well, so that's what we're figuring out. I mean, so Dana, my roommate and I, a, a comic as well, we're going to co-host it. <clears throat> and I don't know, like the thing is, you know, we want to make it more of an experience as opposed to just a regular stand-up show because it's like, why are, you, why are people going to go there right. and not go to the comedy store? Yeah, you know? Have you been to Largo? No. Oh my God! There's this amazing room. I think it's like near Beverly Hills. You, you've heard of Largo, yeah, of course. Like yeah. Sarah Silverman. That's like she I know always. Largo, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I never. Yeah. Pete Holmes is always yes, there. Yes, yes. Um, but I went there, and I saw one of the coolest shows ever. First off, it's like strict no cell phone holds maybe 120 people. Yeah. And I saw a show. Host, Where is it? It's oh, like 
West Hollywood Beverly, where West Hollywood becomes Beverly Hills. I don't know the exact. I haven't been there in like so you know how like a year. <clears throat> Comedy Store and Laugh Factory are like sunset. Like, well, is here, it? Hold on, let me look it up real quick. I'll it's show not you. a big deal. I'll, I'll look we'll look it up after. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I went to the show and it was a variety show hosted by Reese Darby. Do you mm-hmm. know who he is? Mm-mm. He was on that show, Flight of the Concords. Yes. Well, he God, was their which, manager. Wait, which one? He was. He's the what, oh the manager guy. He's the manager guy from yes, New Zealand. I love so that. his act. Yeah. So he's a stand-up, but he's like a big, uh, like sound effect, like that black dude from Police Academy. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. does all the sound. Like that's he's a talented, very and very like physical comic. But once a month, he puts on a variety show. Okay. So it was him. It was that girl that sings a song that goes woohoo. Oh wait, hold on. Huggies, just keep going. Sorry. Okay. Because <laughs> so I'm really interested in it. It's this. a singer-songwriter girl. Yeah. Um, this one comic whose name I forget, and then Dimitri Martin. Uh-huh. And so, lady comes up and performs. Reese Darby's is off stage, so they're communicating with each other. Uh-huh. She p- performs songs she's never performed before. Then she tells stories, almost like a storyteller. Then she leaves. Then the next act is Dimitri Martin's now in like a bit. So Mm -hmm. they're doing like sketch comedy. So it's literally like eight or nine different mini things within this one show. And it was unlike anything I've seen. And using the same artists in in different like scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Almost like, yeah, like a a Jimmy Fallon. I like that. They're not playing games like Jimmy Fallon, but just kind of, Right. Using all the talent. Right. You know, they'll play Pictionary and all the guests will come on. Like, right. Like now we're going to do an improv game or like something that or like. Exactly. Yeah. Really, really fun. That sounds cool. It's really cool. We <laughs> should go to that. Yeah, I would love to. I actually need, I want to go um, spend a couple weeks like just going and seeing, because I, I would love for this show to be a running, a running show. I mean, and I would love to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, I have this space. And the the tricky part is it's this it's a playhouse it's a theater so it's like, uh, you know that doesn't get a lot of traction you know and it's like right off Pico like so it's not you know on the Sunset Strip like people are just walking into comedy clubs yeah you know so this is like something we need there needs to be a reason why people are driving to this specific location because it's not like a walking around coming after dinner you can grab dinner afterwards yeah. it's a place that you're going to yeah yeah so it is a little bit stressful and it's and it's, it's tough in Los Angeles because there's so much going on I've never lived in a place where there is so much there's to so do. much going on that's why the sports right. teams are having a tough time here too because yeah. there's a million other options yeah. things to do there's just so many things to do and so like and Parking sucks. Everyone hates driving. So I think people ideally like to just go places and walk around. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're figuring out the show. We uh, know it's going to be a stand-up show of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to figure out how to make it more of an experience. I'll be in Florida for the first one. But when I come back, if you do make it a monthly thing, I would love to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. I've been writing stupid, silly songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might try this out. Yeah. Like comedy songs, but they're really dumb, but they're so dumb, I think they're funny. No, they're funny. Okay. Yeah. It's Are, still a work in progress. Next podcast, I'll bring my guitar. Do it. Yeah, because you, I I'll kind of you heard little... the beginning of the Starburst one. Yeah. Oh, Starburst is a hit. No, no, no. It? It's okay. No, okay. no, no. That's a good tease. It's, yeah. Ooh, I wonder what Starburst. Hmm. Find out in the next episode. Sorry, I looked weird when I said that. Well, also, um, you're, you're just like reacted for the audience. Audience, have audience guy is really <laughs> <laughs> audience guy is so intense. Is this a new me? Audience me? Oh God, audience hug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You like you should tell us how to react to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna start telling our podcast audience when to laugh. Say something funny. 
No, no, I'm not gonna play into this game. Come on, listeners. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, huggies. That was bad. Bad. My bad. Um. Or what else? So no, I'm working on comedy songs because my apartment doubles as like a recording studio. My roommate's a producer, so I'm always seeing these musicians, and they're incredible, and they're all better than me. And I'm like, what could I do in music that would be in twist that would be like, oh, this is interesting and. I don't think there's enough good comedy music. Mm -hmm. I think so many musicians take themselves so seriously, which is fine. Like Radiohead, Mm -hmm. they take themselves seriously and they should and they're amazing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, how many, I mean, Flight of the Concords, that was Mm -hmm. comedy music. Mm -hmm. Weird Al. Mm -hmm. uh, Tenacious D. But I mean, there's not a lot of it. I went to a stand-up show a couple weeks ago and there was this um, female musical trio um, they all played an instrument and they were so funny and fun and they were very good. The, it's like called like the God, like the the femme trio, something like this. And they just talk like all their songs are um, like feminist kind of. It's, yeah. I'm not is it not this. frowned? Is it not frowned upon, though? Because I've seen someone there at the is, comedy store use a guitar and you can almost feel. Oh, look at the like yeah. comics are kind of comics are assholes. Assholes sometimes. Right. Like. Yeah. Comics are assholes. Well, like if you're not just like doing the Louis C.K. thing, like Carrot Top, for example, right? Who gets shit on more than him? I've seen some of his act. I think he's kind of funny. I get, he's the greatest prop comic of all time, but because he uses props, yeah, he gets a, completely shit. Do you think he deserves to get shit on as much as he does? Uh, no, no, not at all. I think anybody that's working, especially being able to make a living off their talent, doesn't need does deserve zero shit. Yeah, I've even said that about like like who's the worst band? Nickelback, right? Yeah, fine. they're still. Killing it. They did enough They're to get. Making, some, I mean, it's not my cup of tea, but anyone that grinds. Yeah, they did, and they did enough and to tours. Gain, they did enough to gain some sort of audience. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. They have some fans. They like, have like, way more than you realize. Who they is have it, a lot why, of hits. How is it up to me to be like give such harsh opinions on something that's so subjective? Let me be like, fuck that. Yeah, no, I'm. <clears throat> Wait, I think it's what? Oh, I just speaking of carrot top. Yeah. All right, you didn't do so good at the Instagram follower game. Okay, okay. I believe you guessed two billion. Yeah. For- I don't I don't have a good idea when it comes to numbers. Like All right, let's page. try this. Okay. We are now playing the Carrot Top Celebrity Net Worth game. I don't even understand net worth. How much is Carrot Top worth? I don't even I don't Please know. take a guess. I don't do you understand that I don't understand the gauge? Like I don't know I don't know what it's just how much money do you think he has? According to the internet. Um twenty million dollars. $75 million. Really? Yes. Carrot Top's laughing all the way to the bank. Let me look at his... He is laughing all the way to the bank. How old is he now? He... He's older. He's... Oh, oh why don't you uh, turn up that ringer a little bit? Huck? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Old time. Old time. What do you feel like I'm in a secretary's Oh, God. Office. I'll explain that. Well, one, I can't believe I have my phone on silent. I didn't have my phone on silent. Somebody's calling me from Seattle. Ooh. I don't know who that is. It's probably a... Anyway. Can you put that on silent, please? It is on silent. Ooh. And the only... The old timey ring is because I... The... All of the... What, what's my other option? No, no. I like old timey. While, while I was audience guy... Yeah. While they're shooting an interview segment, someone's phone went off. Yeah. They had to stop the whole thing. Yeah. That was bad. Okay. So then I went into a spiel about, oh, you don't want to be that. I, I, I kind of feel bad because I made fun of this girl. But then I gave her some candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, you have, it's hours and hours. So literally, I'm like giving people food and You've stuff. You've changed. 
I haven't seen you in 11 days. I know. And we haven't really talked. Isn't it funny? 11 days feels like forever. Literally, you walk. Huggies haven't walks seen you in, in 11 days. No podcast in three weeks. This feels great, by the way. I know you hate me for not going to your birthday on Friday, but God, it feels good to just chat with you, Hugs. Uh, no? <laughs> uh, it does feel good to chat. I have missed you. I, we haven't seen each other. It does. F- it's so weird how like we. I feel like it's been so long. Yeah. Anyway, it's only been eleven days. It's only been eleven days. Uh, oh, uh, going back to your cruise ship thing, I just wanted to. Oh yeah. So you've actually worked with some SNL people, and you've told me, and I forget who. And can you just remind me because I think it's really interesting. Yeah. No, it's cool. So they. So the ship does. Um. You know. So they have like. And the entertainment department will hire like um, outside third party talent. So generally speaking, that'll be that'll include like the mu- magicians. You, uh, keep I love a magician. I know, but like so they it's, get magicians get shit on too. Everyone, I, I love it. Everyone gets shit here, and I totally stand by what I said. We shouldn't be giving anybody shit who's doing something. Yeah, life's hard enough to stop giving people shit for just... If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, Back off. Exactly. Like, who cares? Look at him. He's he's doing what... Yeah, and Creed. He, Go for it, Creed. Keep yeah, on creeding. Yeah, Creed. Come <laughs> creed on. Away. Yeah, Creed away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wait, who are some of the SNL people that you worked with on okay, the show? Okay, so yeah. So second, they were Second City people. So they... um, uh, Yeah, like, so A.D. Bryant, Cecily Strong. You worked with Cecily Strong. Yeah, so Cecily, 80. I love her. Alex Moffat, who's my fave. Uh-huh. Um, those are the three. And this is before they were on SNL, obviously. Yeah, nobody's doing SNL and then going to work back on it. Well, they have ship. those, like, fun, they have, like, the 311 crews. No, they do. They do have fun celebrity <laughs> they have the Practical cruises. Jokers crew. I don't know. They have, no, they have, know, like, yeah. fun celebrity cruises. That's true. But, like. What was Cecily Strong like? Um, She's so. Super funny. I mean, she's very, very funny. I don't. Would you party with them afterwards? Oh yeah. Would you get tips with Cecily Strong? Yeah, with all of them. I feel like I'm missing someone. Anyway, maybe not. I yeah no they were, because the thing is they're within the entertainment department. So like, we all shared like a hall, you know. So we had the fancy cabins because they're guest entertainers. So they had a lot of banging going on in the fancy cabins. A lot of banging going on in the fancy cabins. Like you're just banging the tourists that are, on, or are you banging other people. Everyone. <laughs> Every bang. Did you bang the captain? Ba- oh, never bang the captain. You don't bang. Is that rule one? You don't bang the captain. <laughs> no, rule one is you don't fraternize with guests, so you can't bang guests. Oh, so you're just. But there are did ways you, around it. Did you ever bang a guest? Yes, there are ways around it. What is it? <gasps> okay, well there is. Okay, so well, oh god, this is so. Okay, so there are ways around. I was living my best life, <laughs> which is actually very sad to well, say. You're, you're in like uh, Saint Thomas. Well, so you're like. You know, okay, yeah, you're partying with all of these people in your job. You're partying with Cecily Strong. Well, so you're, and as part of cruise director, like, my job is to, like, party with the guests. So, like, after, like, a show, like, say, like, I host, like, a, the newlywed show, right? Like, a fun. Oh, I would love, God, I wish I could have been on your boat. Yeah, like, just so much fun. Yeah. Just so much fun. So, you're, like, hosting, you get it, put, you get it, get your little comedy jokes in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Whatever the show would end, we and then the lounge or the whatever space you're in turns into like a dance party of oh, some kind. Yes. So sometimes, so anyway, so then you're just there partying. I have a house account, so I'm buying people drinks left and right. I'm like supposed to 
I'm like a little celebrity. All of the guests love me. How <laughs> I, how course. am I not going to <laughs> couple that? Make, couple that with the number one rule: you can't fraternize with guests. That's like giving. That's like the opposites. That's yeah. opposite day. Right. That's like the worst case scenario. You're putting like very attractive people into a room, getting them wasted, then t- they're not allowed to touch each other. Yeah, no, that's like cheerleaders on football teams are. Yeah, strictly told not to fraternize with the players. Yeah, I mean, come on. Exactly, that's the American dream. The cheerleader <laughs> and the quarterback. That's it's all I want. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all I need. want. Yeah, it's all, it's we all need. I want to be a guy. I was a Haganette. Okay, moving forward. I that was fifth grade. Also, yeah. it lasted one season. Okay. All right. I practiced doing cartwheels in my driveway for a very long time. Oh wow! To make the team. Oh god, the squad. Okay. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh, so ways around it. So they have, well, there's surveillance surveillance cameras all over the ship. So, like, one, if you're, if you're buddies with the guy who's working surveillance, then that's kind of, you have an in. So, wait, you're buddies with surveillance guy? Well, so basically, so there's somebody, there's... And banging Tom from Wichita, Kansas, who's oh. trying to go on a tropical retreat? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, just so many, it's... Oh, and people are on that ship to bang. Oh, yeah. People are cruising to bang. Cruising to bang. <laughs> people are only cruising to bang. Cruising to bang. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, if you're friends with surveillance or I remember one time. Um, so there are certain doors like w- leaving guest areas going into crew areas. Mm-hmm. Like and you, you once you're on the ship, you kind of you talk to other people and you kind of get the you know, who, who's been on the ship for a while and like. All this the insider info you get the insider info yeah so there's like for example oh there's not a camera at this door like deck 10 aft like <laughs> <laughs> like the door going to crew areas yeah. like there's not a camera there or like whatever so you learn all of the things so then when you are entering or exiting the the crew areas or the guest areas like you know who you know what I mean? Like yeah. You just you yeah, figure yeah. it out. Absolutely. So I remember one time I put like a pashmina. Which was so ridiculous. Excuse me, a what? A pashmina. What is a pashmina? It's like a scarf. Oh, well, I know you love scarves. <laughs> okay. So obviously you love the pashmina. I, cu- I put the pashmina over my head. Like um, like a burka? Yes. Okay. And I like, covered my face because I had to walk past this one like <laughs> hall. And I was like, I have to go like see this dude. That I- so wait, you were trying to fraternize with a guest. You put on a burka. <laughs> Yeah. So security. So security would. Yeah, but it's like the most. It's like if anything, the most obvious. Like yeah. How dramatic oh, could that's I be? The best. Like, oh, the best. So yeah. Um, all of the banging, but number one thing you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. There was one ship that I was on that the cha- there was a chapel, and the chapel didn't have cameras. Isn't that great? <laughs> so banging in the chapel. I remember one time being like, being like, meet me in the chapel. <laughs> Like on the dance floor or something, we were like drunk. We were like partying. God, I sound like such an idiot. Yeah, oh, you sound great. This is good stuff. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I can't. 14th episode. We're now just talking about your cruise ship. Really going in depth on the cruise ship escapades. I don't even know. I can't believe that's even how it started. Did you bang someone in the chapel? I didn't bang in the chapel. No, a little, but little um, HJ, little tongue kiss. Gross. No, all right. Tongue kiss. French kiss. I am so grossed out right now. <laughs> I am so grossed yeah, out. Alex, check this out. No, 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 no. Why are you doing that? I'm just trying to elicit right, what a reaction. What else is going on? I had something cool happen around my birthday. How much time do we have here? Oh, so we're, we're wow. We, we should do these more often. This is good. What are we at? 
approaching an hour. Oh. Um, Do you want to talk about Harvey fucking Weinstein? We can. Wait, can I just tell you one story of something cool that happened? No. Come on. Obviously, <laughs> yes. Okay. So, did I tell you about me hanging out with Mick Fleetwood? No. This is awesome. Who's Mick Fleetwood? Mick Fleetwood is the drummer and founder of a little group called Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yes, you did tell yeah. me that. Stevie Nicks, okay. Lindsey Buckingham. Stop yelling Mick at me. Mick Fleetwood. All right. The original. <gasps> you, oh, that's right. You did tell me this a Listen little bit. Listen to this story. Yeah. So this is like the day after my birthday. I had a great birthday week. I yeah, I'm, yep. hung out with Dave Grohl. That's whatever. I didn't really hang out. I just saw him. I went to his festival. I'm really happy you had a good birthday. Thank you. And I'm really happy I was able to be oh, there no. for you on, on your birthday night. Oh, oh we're going to have a great belated thing. I'm not interested. It's going to be very good. Birthday. I'm going to get you a, I'm not, a present from Las Vegas. I don't want a present. I'm going to win so much. I'm going to play poker and I'm going to win so much money and I'm going to get you a great present. I only am interested in celebrating my birthday on my actual birthday. All right, we'll talk more about that later. Please don't get upset. Also, we're, why are we celebrating so birthdays? They are so dumb. They're so dumb. Well, let me tell my Mick Fleetwood story. Like, it's my birthday. It's my birth- I don't give a shit. Like, honestly, on my birthday day, like, it was nice. It was great hanging out with you guys, but the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't really care about that anymore. Yeah, but the more jaded you become like that, and the more you stop caring, then you're, then before you know it, you're going to be this jaded old man who's just like alone, alone in his apartment with all his Mm-mm. fucking cats going, no, 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 no. I don't care. It's my birthday. No, audience guy is not jaded. Audience guy's not jaded. Audience guy is hyping the people. Anyway, so <laughs> my roommate yeah. works at a recording studio in, what's that place called? Laure- Laurel Canyon? Yeah. Which is a very classic part of LA. That's like where Crosby, Stills, and Nash used to hang out and Joni Mitchell. And mm-hmm. it's, in regards to music, a very, very Is he working like full-time there now? He's getting there. I'm so proud of him. He's making so much good music. He's killing it right now. So he's working at this studio, and it's literally attached to, like, I wouldn't call it a mansion, but, I mean, a ridiculous L.A. house that, like, overlooks the hills. Like some, and like, I, think, <clears throat> I think it literally used to be Rick James' house. Okay. Yeah. Rick James yes, I understand. owned this house. Okay. Now, this guy, I won't say his name. So, Greg calls me. He goes, hey, what are you doing, man? I know you've been wanting to check out the studio. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just hanging out. I think I'm watching the Yankee game, whatever. He's like, you should come check it out right now. And I'm like, all right, why? He's like, you're not going to believe who's staying at the house tonight. And I go, who? Mick Fleetwood. I'm like, Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac? He's like, yes, get over here now. (gasps) So the guy that owns the studio and the house is like crazy fuck you money. Like out of control. Like, And he's friends with, like he's really close to boys to men. He's That's a Greg. Yeah, I saw in his story yeah, yeah, that he yeah. was. And Greg's like in it, and Greg's doing awesome in the studio. Sick. I recorded. So before Mick Fleetwood came, I recorded some piano parts for one of his new songs. Mm-hmm. And then who shows up? Mick Fleetwood and Mick Fleetwood's driver. And let me tell you, Mick Fleetwood looks dynamite. <laughs> he's got he's got a scarf, nice pinstripe pants. He's, he's seventy years old. He looked awesome. Yeah. And so Greg's job is to just. Get him into the house and make him feel comfortable because Greg essentially was like house watching. Do you think he does one of those? Uh, what does your dad have? Oh, an gl- elliptical? The glider. Do you think he uses a glider? He, we talked about this. <laughs> oh, you did? We didn't talk about the glider, but we talked about more. I talked mortality with <clears throat> Mick Fleetwood. Oh, my God. So listen to this. So we go in. Mick just had a nine hour flight from London 
He lives in Maui, and he's just unwinding. And Greg's like, what can I do for you? He's like, oh, I just want some food. So we got out some fruits. We had some pears and apples. We got some walnuts and cashews. And it's just me, Greg, and Mick Fleetwood sitting around the kitchen counter. Having some fruit. Having fruit, having nuts, shooting the shit for about 35 minutes. That's awesome. He proceeded to tell me something absolutely incredible. This is a couple days after Tom Petty passed away. Mm-hmm. Also, the same a day lot that has happened. Yeah, also. I know. My we, God, we we haven't even we had so much to talk about. Uh, yeah, this feels good though. We're yes, we're back in it. That was also the Vegas. The so much horrific happened, fucking huh? Vegas thing. Tom, so, so much, much has happened. Has happened. So listen to this. Okay. So we're just talking to Mick Fleetwood. He's got like a knife. He's just cutting up his pear. I'm like, this is so badass. And I the whole time I'm like, I wish I had my iPhone recorder on because this is like, I'm essentially conducting an amazing interview. Because really, one of my biggest goals in is life to, yeah. is to just have a weekly interview show with people like him. Yeah. And I love, I, I love talking. I mean, just Jesus Christ, he's him. seen it all, dude. He was in Fleetwood Mac. He founded Fleetwood Mac. I understand. What did he say? He could say? have been nicer. So he goes, yeah, I got to see Stevie Nicks tomorrow. I'm like, oh, you got to go see Stevie, huh? He's like, yeah, she's, she's really upset. <gasps> I go, why? Why is, she, why is she so upset? He's like. How long well, were they in the band together? Are they still, still in, the in it? They're Greg, still doing Greg it. Greg just saw him at the. Um, they're still doing it. Dodger Stadium. Yeah, they're still doing it. So why is he saying I gotta go? Si-? Well, okay. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, okay. He's like, yeah. Uh, they're still kicking. They're still kicking. They sound great. When did they start become a band? They started being a band like in the '60s, but uh, the height, their height was the, the 70s. But no, no. But Stevie Nicks and and Lindsey Buckingham joined in the '70s, and that's when it became. Yeah, what it is. But people don't know this. Uh, Fleetwood Mac wrote "Black Magic Woman." Yeah. Got a black yeah. Mac. That's a Santana song written by Fleetwood Mac before the Lindsey Buckingham, before Stevie okay. Nicks. Anyways, Mick Fleetwood goes, I got to see Stevie. She's very upset. I go, why is Stevie so upset? He says, she was very close with Tom Petty. I just talked to her assistant. She was in the room with Tom Petty holding both of his hands as they pulled the plug on him and was holding I think she was holding one of his hands family member holding the other and was with Tom Petty as he I have chills isn't that and so I'm sitting here I'm looking at Greg I'm just trying to be cool I'm like this is like a, astonishing what you're t- I didn't say this yeah but and he's just telling he's like yeah she's been really upset just and, like it's nothing and then like thinking about that room like those are two legends, legends. in this room one of them is dying, di- dying I wonder if they ever banged everyone in the 70s was banging everyone Everyone's banging. It's like the cruise ship, but it's Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and it's the world. <laughs> it's the world. Everyone's banging. Yeah. So he's, so then, so then he starts telling, he's like, man, it, it, then we start talking about Tom Petty. He's like, I, I hope he wasn't back on pills because I guess he did pills for a while. And then he's like, man, he's like, I almost had a, a scare with death. And I go, Mick, what happened? And he goes, you got to get your colon checked. He goes to me and he's like, how old are you guys? We're like, oh, we're in our 30s. He's like, you got to get it checked, even at your 30s. I went in. You're supposed to get it checked every two years. I go every year. This time, when, oh, and he's like, you, he didn't call it a colonoscopy. He called it the Roto-Rooter. You got to get the Roto-Rooter. I'm like, all right, I'll do it, Mick. And he's like, this is why. Last time I went, I ended up getting a checkup. I wasn't going to go for six months, but I had a feeling I needed to get checked up. They found a clog in his heart. He says if they wouldn't have spotted it, he probably would have been dead like Tom Petty two or three weeks afterwards. Oh, my God. And he was just literally telling us as we ate cashews and almonds that he's just grateful to be alive. 
and he's got to go see Stevie. His family lives there. So we talked about his house. In he, he was just getting a regular checkup, and then he mentioned yeah, getting a regular checkup. So they, did he mention some sort of weird symptom that may, that led them to look further into something? No, he just I don't. I, what else did he say? He just said that in the checkup they saw something was wrong. They, in the process of the checkup, they looked and saw that his there's a name for it, but I forget what this clog is called. And um, yeah, he said, just make sure you're taking care of yourself because like, life is short. And it's so true. You, you and you always hear those things of like, pay attention to things like get the weird things checked out. Don't let you know, like, but then because I'm such a hypochondriac, like now I'm almost the opposite. Like a year ago, any little thing I would have been like, I'm going to the doctor. Like yeah. I had my doctor's like cell phone number. Mm -hmm. But like now I'm trying to be less like making it into this big thing but then the other night i don't know like my back was hurting and then like my foot like hurt, like my like toe hurt mm -hmm. this is so boring information no no this is good and then i had like something else weird <laughs> happened oh my toe hurt <laughs> I know and that. then my elbow <laughs> no, hurt. i know well it's so right so i understand how crazy this is but like it was like all of a sudden to have like my foot hurting my lower back hurting i had a weird pimple on my ear mm -hmm. when are you getting pimples in your ear never never right so in my brain i'm looking i'm i'm connecting all of them i look it all up and of course i have cancer and i'm dying <laughs> so like oh god i know megan plus web md is like is a like horrible the worst oh I was god like, like I'm like lower back and then it's so like, did you get checked out no I didn't get it checked out well, I need to get checked out too I so, do need to make it so because of Mick Fleetwood though I'm gonna because I'm I don't have health insurance right now oh hugs I know well Obamacare yeah, yeah. which I don't know if that's getting done with I, I have no idea what's going on but the window's open now so I'm gonna sign up for it this week yeah you have until what November something yeah it's, yeah the window's closing and uh so yeah you gotta I, get your butthole checked I gotta get Mick Mick Fleetwood told me I gotta get my butthole checked he told me. When was the last time you had a, like a proper checkup? Like two and a half years. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Oh, and then he told us because he lives in Maui. He says Maui is definitely the best island to visit in Hawaii. Oh, great! Just thought you should know. Thank you. And uh, I'm. I'd be happy to go anywhere in Hawaii. He was so sweet. It's just an incredible. I feel lucky to have just these interactions sometimes. I'll never forget that the rest of my life. That's such a one-of-a-kind awesome. thing. That's and, really cool. And the fact that he just took the time to yeah. just... I mean, that's a personal thing to tell people that you never met before after an eight, nine-hour flight from London. It's pretty wild. He was really cool. God, and he was so fucking stylish. Yeah. He looked awesome. Yeah. Like a real rock star. Well, I think it's also just remembering also that the that, that we're just people. No, I know. No, and I know that. And no, I know and that. I know but, you like, know that, but, but like, I know that. But like, I'm thinking because you're like. Those songs. Those songs mean everything to me. Those Fleetwood right, from course. Rumors. Yeah, and yeah. The Chain is one of my favorite songs yeah. of all time. And he just. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. No, they are just people. Yeah. But God, it's so cool. Mm hmm. So cool. I love that stuff. So I wish I was recording it. And. What are we at? We're just about done. Yeah, maybe we just wrap you want, up. Maybe we can do wine because I'm sure more is going to come out about a. Uh, Let's talk wine Harvey. scene maybe next time, or maybe we make some sort of other thing. But I like because I had some. Let's not talk about it now. Okay. Yeah. This is good. Do you? Th I think this is a funny. I think this is funny. I think this is okay. Oh come on! I give this episode like a five. A five. A five. That's a failing grade. <laughs> Oh, five stars out of five stars. Yes, I agree. No, no, like a C as a grade, like an average app. Oh, 
God. I thought it was entertaining. It is it it is entertaining. Bloody face. That's true. No, all of it it's all very entertaining. I think that like I am not in the best place right now because yeah. well you I'm so sorry that I'm going to Las Vegas. I didn't know. I had made a promise. I know. It's so not. It's fine. Okay. It's, well, and I promise I'll make it up to you. You don't have to make it. I want you to stop saying that. I don't need it. I don't need nobody. And I think you're great. Great. Thank you. What? Shut up. And I think you're going to have such a happy birthday. I don't need anything for my birthday. I don't need any gifts. I don't need anything. The only thing that, the only, I don't need any. Like, I'll have Mick Fleetwood give you a call. Okay. That'll make it up. It's fine, hugs. Okay. It's not a big deal. Can I have a hug for real, please? Hug, please. I mean, Aww. I am a little bit. Oh, there am, it is. Okay. I'm sorry. I leave on Thursday. I come back uh, Monday. And uh, I'm seeing Nine Inch Nails run the jewels and Arcade Fire. And I saw Reggie Watts last night. He was so good with Lewis Cole. <laughs> Man, this city's awesome. This city is great. All right, I'm going to go. You're just staring at me. It's been fun. <laughs> Happy early birthday. Thank you. Happy uh, 27th. Thank you. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, we're going to get back into the weekly thing until I go to Florida. And yeah, we'll figure that out too. We'll, we'll, do, fi- we'll do some episodes from Florida because you're going to be in. I'm going to be in Florida too. We'll figure it all out. It's been a long time and we don't want this to be. This, the, no, 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 no. We'll get back to weekly because people are freaking out. They're like, is it over? I'm like, no. no I was getting all, all of these well, messages. Plus those two weeks though, I was working on that show. It's literally 14 hour days. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Well, this felt good. You might've given it a five out of 10. I gave it a five out of five. And, uh. We'll see you next. I'm a fucking audience guy. I love it. No, you are. It's so. Br- Thank like, you. I w- sometimes I admire your enthusiasm. Thank you. And your positive POVs, points of view. Perfect. Well, on that note, we will see you next time on hugs and hugs. Come on, audience. Okay. Yeah, no, go. please stop doing it. Oh, great episode. It's so oh, loud. Very good. Huggy, stop. I'm done with it. Turn it off. Now. Ha, ha, ha.